0: you are listening to Nathan Chansky, and this is the Passion with Purpose podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking all about TikTok for photographers. So consider this your 101 crash course on how to leverage one of the largest and fastest growing social media platforms for your success as a wedding photographer. Can't wait for this episode. So let's dive right in. Are you an aspiring creative entrepreneur or established small business owner with a fuel to pursue the things that light you up like nothing else? If so, you are in the right place, my friend. My name is Nathan Shansky and I'm a photographer and photography business educator. On this podcast, I'm here to drop nothing less than weekly truckloads of business and marketing tips, mindset shifts, and transformative wisdom from my life and career to bring you into the highest potential self that God created you to be. I will see you right here each week and let's commit to learning, growing, and achieving our goals together one bold step at a time. All right. So, we were talking about TikTok today, my friends. So, the social media platform, the new social media platform, kind of. I feel like it's not even new though, because technically it's been out since like 2019, I don't know, 2019, 2020. Listen, when it was in 2020, that's when I like first discovered TikTok. So I'm going to say 2020, even though I know it was, I think around before then. I feel like most of us discovered it in 2020 when we were all like chilling at home during the lockdown or something like that. So first of all, first of all, why TikTok? Like why even, I'm just going to start there. And talk about like, why are we even making this into, because some people like hate TikTok. Some people love TikTok. Some people don't want to touch TikTok, all these types of things. First of all, your clients are there. Just going to leave that right there. Your clients are there, right? Just fact. And a lot of them are. I promise. Like, there's people who are like, oh, my my photography clients could never be there. Like, it's only like Gen Z people. No, it's not. Like, I there are definitely your clients there, okay? Um, I know people from like the top tippity-top ages of like 80 to 100 on it. And then I also know people all the way down to Gen Z who are on it and everybody in between. And honestly, I know people who love it everywhere in between. So it's not even like, oh, certain people are on it and they just never touch it. It's like, no, seriously, so many people are actually on this platform and we just don't give it credit because we think it's this gen z like cutting edge platform that is i don't know too i don't know fast paced for some of us or something like that but honestly Another big thing is the next generation of clients are there. So if you look at the wedding industry as a whole, and I'm really speaking to wedding photographers primarily here, if you are a wedding photographer right now, the people that you're targeting just like, and I'm not saying these are the only uh, demographic of the age demographic that gets married, but I'm just saying like, High, like most highly speaking, you've got people from the age of like 20 to 35 are the sweet spot of kind of like people getting married a lot of times. Um, probably highest volume in that space. So, I believe I'm it's not even that I believe it, it's that I know it, the people that are going to be the next in that generation are like Gen Zers, right? So, um, the next generation of your clients are there on TikTok, and so, um your competition on the other spectrum of things like is not really there very much because I've already kind of described the fact that there are so many photographers who don't like TikTok, right? So you kind of have this juxtaposition of your clients are there. And I'm telling you right now, your clients are there. And then on the other side of things, you've got a lot of your competition is not there. And I, I know that too, because I see so few photographers on TikTok. And I will say, I see like photographers here and there on TikTok. It's not that I don't see any. It's just that like the amount of photographers that are actually active and pursuing TikTok wholeheartedly, I do feel like is few and far between because so many people just don't know how to use it. It's overwhelming to them. And then they're like, well, I just don't want to do it. Right. So you kind of have this perfect storm of your clients are there, your competition is not, which I think is the best place ever to market yourself. Find out where your clients hang out and then find out where your competition does not hang out because that gives you kind of this like wide open lane to actually do what you got to do and stand out for that client, for for those clients because a lot of your competition even isn't even part of the equation at that point, right? Um, So, Uh, I kind of want to break this down into three, uh, four different categories. So we've got number one the lack of competition on TikTok. Number two, we're going to talk about this TikTok as a search engine. Number three, we're going to talk about what to post on TikTok. Number four, we're going to talk about where TikTok fits into your marketing funnel. Okay. And I want this to kind of function again as like this 101 crash course on how to leverage TikTok to your advantage because I think that a lot of people, whether you haven't started in it or you want to start into it, you might just not know where to go and you might just not know where to put your efforts or even where to begin. So, We're going to kind of give you a little crash course that you do know where to begin because it is so freaking impactful, right? Um, Number one, the lack of competition on TikTok. So like I said, so many photographers do not want to do TikTok. TikTok. I know that there are people listening to this right now who are gonna probably be like, no, it's too overwhelming and maybe they just never do it. Um, And so what happens is, is that for the rest of you, it's gonna leave this massive opportunity for you to really excel in a position where not a lot of competition is at play, right? Um, So I want you to do something actually right now on your TikTok app, if you have the TikTok app. Wow, TikTok app. Um, I want you to open your TikTok app and I want you to go type in a search query in your search bar right now. And I want you to type in your city and state space wedding photographer. Okay. So for me, I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. So I would say Grand Rapids wedding photographer, right? Um, and I want you to then type in the same thing for venues and for planners, etc. instead of just saying photographer, you're going to say your city, state wedding venue, your city, state wedding planner you know, and so on and so forth, maybe for any other vendors you think. And I just want you to take inventory out of any of those searches. And I want you to look at how little competition there is per keyword. So when I say keyword, I'm really meaning like in the search engine optimization world, a keyword basically means a grouping of keywords or one keyword, but it can mean a grouping as well. So if you type in like, um, Oh my gosh, Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia wedding photographer, right? That's a keyword as a whole. That's kind of what I mean. So if you type that in, I am telling you right now that is going to be so much less populated of a search page, a search results page, than if you were to pop over to um, Instagram and put that in as a hashtag. I'm telling you right now, there is going to be way more content on Instagram, way more competition on Instagram than there is going to be on a place like TikTok, and um, that is like a classic example of like you there. There's just not that much competition. So again. Where your clients are and your competition is not is where you want to be, right? Um, Because ultimately what happens is then you have the bride or the groom that's searching for that exact same thing and guess who's going to pop up? It's going to be you and maybe like a handful of other people instead of you and like 10 thousands of other people, right? So that's going to be a massive, massive advantage to you to get on a platform like TikTok because there's just less competition. Like some of these keywords, you guys, if you just stayed consistent and if you just made the most incredible, like if you just made really good content, you could be on page one, like for so many different keywords. I mean, even I was on a coaching call this past week with one of my students and we were looking up just like keywords for like their area in this exact search query. And I was like, all the top posts on this query have like legit 20 likes or 15 likes, like and maybe like a handful of views. Like these, these are posts that aren't even getting much traction at all. And they're basically the ones that are ranking for like the number one. So if you were to give TikTok way better content, you're going to probably rank way higher than them. And you're not going to have a whole lot of competition to deal with. Right. Um, so I just want to encourage you there in point number one, there is so much less competition, I believe, on a place like TikTok rather than a place like Instagram or maybe even Facebook or a lot of these other apps, right? Um, So number two, TikTok as a search engine. So kind of talking about what we talked about a little bit in this little demonstration of me asking you to type in the search query, many people search on TikTok more than they do on Google. And it's Only getting more like that. So if you look at um, Gen X, actually, Gen X already does, like research will tell us that it does search more on TikTok than on Google. And some of you out there are probably thinking to yourself, Like, wait, I do this too. Right. And I'll be honest, like me and my wife, Kayla, we actually so often are searching on TikTok rather than Google. I feel like Google's that place where if you want to find like this technical answer and you want to sift through a bunch of like data, you can like find it. But If you go to TikTok, you get the more like scrappy answer. You get like, you know, real review of someone who's actually like used the thing or like gone through the process or whatever it is. And you just get more of like a real life experience from a person rather than just like a blog post or a search engine, like classic result or something like that. Right. So I want you to kind of think about TikTok as an incredible search engine whether or not you think that that client would look for you there, they may find you there. Maybe they don't even think they're gonna find their wedding photographer there, right? But maybe they will. Maybe they're just searching for something in that vicinity of what they would hire you for and then they find you and bam, they're on your website and now they're in, in your inquiry form and in your inbox, right? And so I think that their search engine on TikTok is better than Google. I think TikTok's search engine is just like, Honestly, superior. I do also think that that's why a lot of us go to TikTok and gravitate towards TikTok rather than Google, is because the results are just plain better, right? Um, And I will also say, I think this is why unlike other social media platforms, like the meta platforms, like Facebook and Instagram, TikTok has been regarded as a search engine rather than just a social media platform. And I think that gives it so much more credibility and strength to be also seen as a search engine, because now it's kind of branching into different markets that in a sense, it had no business branching into as like a social media platform. Like how often did we always, how often did we think of a social media platform as like a search engine, right? We think of that as like Google or whatever. Um, and I will also say. You can just look up keywords so much easier in in the search bar on TikTok rather than on Instagram. Like on Instagram, you basically have to look up something with a hashtag, right? And so the hashtag will take you to the hashtags page, which will then give you the results based on who actually put the hashtag in their post. But with TikTok, it's so insane because you can look up standalone keywords without hashtags, without any of that fluff, and you can find incredible results just from that search tool. Right. Um, and then like, I I don't know for you, like, I don't know if you've ever tried this, but I have had it where I will be basically, um, trying to find a video that I was basically like going to show my wife or something. And I was like, Hey, you know, I can't remember that video that I was going to show you, but I forgot to share it with you. And then I go in the search tool and I type in some random keyword, maybe something like, um, you know, cat lady with, a uh, bottle of Coke or something. I don't even know what I'm thinking about, but basically something. And then I type it in and I find the exact video. <laughs> like, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it does the magic, but I find the exact video that I was actually looking to search for and show to my wife. Right. And so it just gives me an incredible result that I would have never expected from a social media platform. Okay. Um, so, you can also kind of leverage the social media tool or excuse me, the search engine tool from, I believe it's like the recommended search tab at the top of each video. So if you go to your profile and TikTok, or if you just scroll your for you page, you will notice that at the top of each video, there's like a hovering recommended search tab at the top. And it will basically say like search for similar things. And then it will give you like a little, um, uh almost like words that are already typed in suggested text i think that's what it's called and you can basically look at what is basically tiktok ranking this specific video for like what keywords is it ranking for so if you post something on your social or excuse me on your tiktok platform and maybe it's something that's about venues in your area and you're saying um charleston south carolina wedding venues and that's what you made the video about you were covering like a certain wedding venue or something like that and then you plop it in there in TikTok and you post it and then what will happen is like you might see at the top of your video after maybe it's existed for like a couple days or something, TikTok will give like recommended searches at the top in that search bar. And you can kind of see basically by that suggested text, what TikTok is basically categorizing your video as like what keywords it's kind of categorizing your video as. Um, So if it says something like charleston wedding venues you're like golden like that's awesome but if it says something like um completely unrelated like florists or something like that, you might be like, oh, maybe I want to kind of fine tune my text that was in that last video or fine tune the captions that were in that last video because this thought it was talking about florists, but I wasn't talking about florists. I was talking about venues. Uh, But maybe you would randomly said something about a florist in the video or something like that. And that's why it was ranking you for that. So um, there's so much data for you on TikTok, I find that is so fascinating to look into um, and so interesting to kind of uh just almost fine tune the system so that it works best for you when you go to post and you when when you try to rank for something so Um, what does rank or categorize you on a place like TikTok, especially in terms of TikTok as a search engine? So I'm just going to say this. It's almost like everything kind of ranks you and categorizes you on TikTok. So let's say you want to kind of rank for a keyword again of like Charleston, South Carolina wedding photographer. Okay. So if I were you, I would be putting in certain things like mentioning that keyword in your caption maybe also mention that in hashtags and maybe also mention that in the on-screen caption of the actual video so like the words over the video right because literally uh uh tick takes all of that data from the on-screen caption from the captions in the post from the hashtags and it categorizes you in terms of what you already put in there, those like those keywords that were actually put in there, and then not only that, but you have geotags. So I would also, if you were in that area, I I'd, I'd tag Charleston, South Carolina, and show TikTok. That that's where you're at, that that's, you're giving TikTok even more data to work with, to rank you for a specific search query, right? For the next person to actually look something up in terms of Charleston, South Carolina wedding photographer. And then they find you because you gave TikTok so much data to work with, right? So, um, and the other thing I would just say is obviously you don't just want to stuff these keywords or these geotags into videos that have nothing to do with what that keyword is, but you want to make sure you're making really useful content so that you're, you're kind of giving TikTok the good content to promote so that when you actually put that video out and it has those keywords, then TikTok ranks you for those keywords. Then the person who finds that content finds exactly what they're looking for. And then basically maybe they like it or they interact with it. And I don't exactly know how TikTok's algorithm works, but ultimately it validates that your keywords, we're bringing the right people to the right content. And TikTok likes that, right? TikTok wants to be a reputable search engine. And so you helping it do that is only gonna make the process better for them and make basically the algorithm like you more. (laughs) Hey friends, super duper quick. I'm not running a single ad on today's episode, which means I'm not making a dime for showing up for you today. So the only thing I'm gonna ask of you is, if you are loving what you're hearing, it would mean the world if you would write me a review and leave me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It costs you like 60 seconds and a quick type of the hand, yet it fuels me to keep showing up for you guys every week and makes a massive difference to getting this podcast out to more entrepreneurs like yourself who need the education and encouragement. And it's always incredible to have you share the podcast to your social media or text it to a friend as well. And I'll try to repost anything that I see you share. I read every single review. So if you're writing a review, Think of it as just like a personal message to me that I so appreciate. So thank you to those who have already left kind words. You guys are the absolute best. And to everyone else, I can't wait to read yours. So quick, pause the episode, go do that quick, and I will be forever grateful. Now, back to the show. Um, So number three, what do you post on TikTok? So TikTok is scrappy. TikTok is like a show up. And show up a lot type platform. Uh, consistency, I would say, and authenticity is very, very, very necessary in a place like t- uh, TikTok. Whereas perfection or just the idea mentality of perfectionism and maybe over-aestheticism, is that a word, uh, is not necessary. Right. And that's hard for us. A lot of us in the Instagram era to break that because we are so used to having that perfectionism and, um, the aesthetic just be this hallmark of our brand. But at the end of the day, don't get caught in the weeds about that perfection stuff. Like TikTok culture doesn't actually like that. TikTok wants you to post valuable content, both the algorithm and the audience on TikTok. They want valuable content. They want, um, something that actually moves. The needle for the person who's actually watching your video. So I'm going to give you an example of uh, valuable content. Let's say you have a situation where, again, like you're a wedding photographer, and you're like, "Hey, I'm going to cover a different, like, a venue in my area that I think would be beautiful to shoot at, beautiful for one of my couples to." Uh, book out for their wedding day. And I would love to just promote this on my account, right? So ultimately you are bringing people who otherwise did not know about this this venue, you're bringing them value because you're educating them on something that might be very, again, valuable to them. They might end up loving that venue and going to book that, right? So that's value, right? Um, I'm going to give you another example more specifically. Look up my dude At Micah Cook, like right now on TikTok, I think, I think his name is just Micah Cook or maybe it's Micah Cook photos, or maybe it's Michael Micah Cook photography, but look up this dude, like the, he's doing everything right on TikTok to book clients if that was my primary, obviously my primary, uh, my primary business right now is more coaching and more education, even though I still do book photography clients as well. Um, in sparingly amounts in sparing amounts. I don't don't know what I'm saying. Um, but at the end of the day, if I was strictly a wedding photographer, I'm telling you right now, I'd be doing exactly what Michael Cook is doing. Like he is doing everything right. He is, he is doing, you know, coverage of wedding venues. He is doing like hot, takes on different styles he's doing like his his favorite style trends that he sees Um, he is like promoting his packages. He is like talking about clients that he's worked with, that he loved what they did, uh, things that he found were really meaningful that he photographed. Like he is bringing so much value to the wedding TikTok space and he's blowing up because of it. And like, if you look at his account, like he has so much interaction, so many people are engaged on his account and you can tell, like, these aren't just like other photographers in his space. Like these are actual clients in his space and most of them are probably like, Hitting up his inquiry box as well. So, this is kind of like a perfect example of someone that you can go kind of maybe stalk them a little bit and get the feel for what does it look like to create valuable content for an audience like this, right? Um, you could do a series, you could make content about what you're blogging about. Like all you could do tips for your clients. Like you could, uh, tell your client stories, um, things that you're photographing, like romanticize their story, uh, make it funny, make it exciting. Um, So many things that you're already probably doing in your content, whether it's blogging or whether it's stuff you're posting on Instagram or like Maybe stuff you're posting on Pinterest. So much of this can be repurposed into video content that you put on your TikTok. And I will also say, TikTok doesn't have to be just video anymore. Like they actually do carousel posts, like static image posts now as well, where you can just do photos in a carousel and in a in like a gallery carousel, and then you can put music to it, and it functions like a video when really it's just static images. So. There's so much that you can do on TikTok in the form of uh, bringing value to people, right? Um, another big thing I want to recommend to you when it comes to what do I create on TikTok is you got to show up as yourself. You got to talk to the camera. You got to make, uh, you know, response videos to people posting comments on your, like you. Like can, You can respond with a video of you talking to the camera as someone's like, comment response right Um, you can do like hot take videos you can uh, do like uh, just whatever it is to show the human behind the account right get passionate, get excited about something. This is what TikTok absolutely loves to see. They love to see the human, like the audience of TikTok loves to see humans. They don't just want to see perfection. They don't want to see highly curated. They want to see something that is human, where there's passion, where there's, and and they want to see value as well, honestly. Like TikTok as an educational value-based platform is just exploding, right? And it has been since its origin. And so another thing that I want to kind of have you think about as well, and this is something that I want you to share, but maybe a little bit more sparingly is your offer. You can share your offer. You can share what you offer. Actually, Micah Cook, he does this incredible, like he will talk about like, hey, like I have this elopement package in XYZ destination. Um, This is exactly what's included to all of this. And I see so few photographers doing this, whereas I feel like it's an incredible opportunity to just share what you are offering like what's in your packages like so many people would be so magnetized to what you have to offer if you told them about it right if you're like hey i got i got this offer and this is going to be a package that i'm i'm offering for 2024 it's a full day coverage and you get a second shooter to get double those angles and uh, a more relaxed day and you get a heirloom wedding album and you're going to get xyz and xyz and people are going to be like, Oh my gosh, like this is incredible what they're all offering for a wedding package. And let's say that person's like engaged right now and they're just dreaming of their wedding day. And you're telling them all these beautiful things that you are going to be offering them for their wedding photography package. Like, This is almost a match made in heaven, right? That they're just seeing these incredible things that you're offering them. And the fact is you guys like so much of this information otherwise would just be buried in your website where so many people don't see it because a lot of people like might not make like a, a cold audience. And when I say cold audience, I mean an audience that isn't necessarily on your website yet. They never really made it that far with you, but they're just kind of at the top of your funnel. They've just made it to your social media platforms. A cold audience like that, People who are really shallow in your marketing might never get all the way to your packages. So how can you pull those really beautiful um, wedding packages up to the front, to the forefront of your marketing for those cold audiences so that they can see them, right? Of course, also, I want you to share your portfolio. So I'm thinking uh, your photos, right? Like there's so much you can do to share just like photos, carousel posts, uh video like behind the scenes video plus a slideshow you've seen those set to music um You can also just do trends. There's so many trends that are happening on TikTok week to week. Um, I will say it's interesting because trends are not my favorite thing to recommend to people because I think that, uh, you might get views with trends, but I find that a lot of people don't actually get clients from just doing like funny or silly trends, um, or like the, 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 um, What I say, the clever trends. It doesn't have to be funny all the time, but if just like the clever stuff doesn't always get a lot of uh, clients, it just kind of gets people laughing or gets people like, "Ooh, cool thing," but it doesn't really show your expertise necessarily or really make someone want to inquire and book with you. So that's why I'd say, you know, do trends maybe to fill in some gaps in your content, but don't feel like you you have to be married to the trends because i really don't know if a trend is going to get you that far like for instance if you if you're in a situation where you have the opportunity to create a video that's covering like um let's say a beautiful wedding venue that you'd love to shoot at in your area that's like up and coming and you want to tell people about it and you're like guys like charleston south carolina has a brand new venue that you've never seen before let me show you all that you're going to get out of this venue. And then you go through this venue. You talk over green screen pictures of this venue. You're like, this would be a beautiful place to do bridals. This would be a beautiful place to do getting ready photos. This is where the ceremony space is. Like this is the where the reception is. And this is why it would all be so, so stunning for your day. That type of a video is just probably... Even if it gets less views, it's just probably going to be more impactful for your brand and your business because it's really delivering hard hitting value for someone rather than just doing like a funny trend that like anybody on the internet could connect with and laugh at, but might have zero interest in actually booking with you. So that's why I would say careful of trends. Don't get too caught up in them. Don't get too focused on only creating out of trends. Okay, so last point four, where. Where do TikTok, where does TikTok fit into your marketing funnel? So I talked about this a second ago, when you think of your funnel and you think of kind of like the depth of your marketing, you kind of have at the tippity top, your social media platforms, right? And that's for a lot of cold audiences, people who don't know much about you. They're being exposed to your brand for the first time. And though a lot of those people are in that cold audience sphere, right? And then you go a little bit down the funnel and you got less people, but those people are the ones who actually follow you. They, they know your name. They know about you. Maybe they've hopped to your website site a couple times, um, but maybe they're not perfectly ready to reach out yet. Or maybe they just don't need a wedding photographer at the moment. And then one step down, you got your hot audience, right? And these are people who... Uh, They are engaged or they're looking to be married and and hire a wedding photographer or whatever photography you do. And they're like, hey, like I actually am searching for a wedding photographer right now. And so um, they might be on your website. They might be uh, on your inquiry page. They might be looking at your portfolio, all that. So you kind of see the difference between cold, warm and hot audiences. And so I would say this like TikTok is really going to be targeting cold audience a cold audience like people who oftentimes have never heard about you before or never heard your name and if the algorithm picks you up and kind of makes you go semi-viral even more so will you be exposing yourself to people who've never heard about you before right and so that The cool part about that, uh, the, that, the downside is that a lot of those people might not be perfectly ready to book with you yet because it's their first time hearing about you, but at the same time, it can be a massive benefit to help bring new eyeballs in to your content and to your brand, right? And so you might have to come into it with the knowledge that like, hey, I might have to nurture them more. I might have to um, bring them into a, a more close community where I can speak to them maybe more personally and deeper right? So it's great while you're marketing in a place like TikTok to have a place where they can go, right? A place that's like almost a more um, personal uh, space where you can get deeper with them. And I think the most obvious options here would be to go to your Instagram or just to go straight to your website because your website is going to be the best place to really like Uh, cause them to actually be most interested and really fall in love with your services. Um, Instagram. I think I also mentioned because, There might be somebody who, let's say, they just want to follow you very casually. They don't really want to go to your website and get super serious about booking you yet because maybe they're not even in that phase of life right now, but they're going to go follow you on Instagram. And so make sure and have your Instagram connected to your TikTok account and then maybe make sure and show up on your Instagram stories more actively. I mean, I'm telling you right now, some of the people that are listening to me right now, you probably discovered me on TikTok for the first time. And then I pulled you into my class closer audience, which would be something like my Instagram, my website, or my podcast that you're listening to right now. Right. And so now you're more in my warm audience rather than my cold audience that doesn't know anything about me. But I mean, there might even be people who heard about me straight from my podcast. Like they just searched photography podcasts and that's how they heard about Nathan Chansky for the first time. And that's fine too. So there's, there's some overlap and there's some exceptions there, but at the end of the day, I do think it's an incredible thing to have a place like TikTok, which is, you know, a place for a lot of brand new eyeballs. And then how can you pull them in to a closer, more enclosed, enclosed, not enclosed, just more of a uh, intimate space with them so that you can nurture that audience more. Honestly, maybe you even have a landing page on your website specifically for Audiences that are coming from your TikTok. So maybe instead of having an Instagram, um, like a, uh, yournamecom slash links, maybe you have yournamecom slash TikTok. And then that takes people to a landing page that specifically like outlines your services and everything about you for people that came from TikTok. Or maybe that is a link tree and it has multiple links on it and people can kind of like, pick and choose the link that they wanna go to based on the video they watched. So maybe you just talked about that venue that you were discussing on that uh, TikTok video. And now in your link tree, you have a little link that says, hey, check out the venue that I was talking about on my latest post or something like that, right? So something that's like really active with what you're posting to TikTok that day or that week so people can find direct links to what you referenced in your video. That makes sense. Okay. So, kind of a lot, kind of a fire hose episode, fire hose of information episode. Um, but I wanted to expand your brain a little bit and just give you some quick actionable tips, like a 101 episode on how to use TikTok. That being said, that this is a 101 episode, I'd love to do other episodes on TikTok. But again, I don't want to overwhelm you because I know TikTok can be a little overwhelming for some of us. Um, so, I want to leave you guys with that. Just to kind of close this out, if I started over today, TikTok, you guys, is probably the number one social media platform I would be creating content on. Like if I if I started over as a wedding photographer today, I'm not saying that's the only way I'd market myself. I'm not saying that's the first place I'd market myself necessarily, but I would say in terms of social media, that's probably the one I would probably be creating the most content on to find bookings and clients. Close second with Instagram, but I do fundamentally think that I would get more clients from TikTok, especially as like a new photographer. And again, that's me saying that I would start from zero on TikTok and Instagram and any other platform like that. And basically, what would I do then? My answer is I'd probably start heaviest on TikTok. So that's why I bring you an episode like this, because I truly believe in it. And I think that a former me, if TikTok was around when I first started in in photography, uh, he'd want to hear an episode like this. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, If you found this helpful, share it with a friend, share it in your stories on Instagram, share it um, on TikTok if you want, share it uh, however way you want, like however you found out about this podcast. It's also awesome for you to kind of like uh, share it forward with whoever Uh, however you found it out or write me a review. That's always an amazing thing. Like I cannot thank you enough for the reviews on this podcast. It means the absolute world and helps me get this this podcast out to other entrepreneurs like yourself. All right, you guys have a great rest of your day. Take care and I'll see you next week.